This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to the grim darkness of the 41st millennium. I am Inquisitor Caveat Ventus, keeper of the Inquisition's Black Library, and this is my report on the Valentine Heresy, an actual play podcast set in the Genesis adaptation of Warhammer 40,000's Dark Heresy RPG. This report features Game Master Tom McGee, Ryan LaPlante as Inquisitor Lucius Valentine, Laura Elizabeth as Lyric, and Tyler Hewitt as Alto. My report shows that the Inquisitorial Band are battling the twisted former Administratum of Tren. Alto got into a firing position, Lyric was immobilized by terror, and Valentine and Horatio charged the monster, leaving Valentine almost dead. Will the Emperor be doomed because the band can't survive a death world? Find out in this episode of the Valentine Heresy. Excerpt from a dissertation by Philos Tremaine. But you see, the human body is, is a weak, vulnerable thing. We're truly no better than fleas, if you catch my drift. But think of the Xenos. Think of all the beauty, the majesty, the strength available in nature. Why, surely we should not turn our back on such a tremendous resource as the wiles and machines of man begin to fail, hmm? paper received an F grade with a strong <laughs> recommendation to exile to a backwater planet. <laughs> Alto, you are uh, staring um, up, peeking up and over um, some of the uh, the wreckage of the gondola um, that kind of crashed near trees. So you've got sort of a tree and then like a waist high wall um, of kind of twisted metal um, still smoking and, and burning the snow away around it. Um, you can see, um, the administratum, uh, Tremaine, just like, uh, the Tremaniac, as you called him recently, um, just fucking wailing on Valentine. And, uh, given the kind of harsh, uh, awakening of realizing that, uh, Lyric was, was squishy, um, it is perhaps, uh, not quite as horrible, but like in the ballpark that, uh, Valentine, who to this point has just been a fucking, like, iron tank, is uh, on the ground. Um, 
But uh, again, this seems like um, uh, Lyric is still frozen. Um, Valentine's down. Uh, Horatio is kind of ducking and, and weaving and, and just firing uh, endless shots. Let's uh, say Tom Valentine's got one health point, like one wound left. Is he standing or is he down? Standing. I mean, well, when I say down, I mean we, we just described him pounding oh, yeah. on you with you having Heart, your sword. Hardly up, but, injured. But yes. sorry, down, down, being like. Down but not out, champ. Not like he's down. He's unconscious yeah. and dead. I feel like his injuries, if you want to know based on his armor, it's probably because he's got a breastplate but nothing underneath. So bite got stopped, bite got stopped, bite went real deep in gut and just pouring blood yeah. down the front of his Whoa. legs. Oh, that's super gross. It's like the Mandalorian fighting that fucking like rhino monster where it's just like, I have armor. By the end of the fight, it's like, I had armor. <laughs> it's hanging on, but it's everything around it is sad. Um Great. Um, so, uh, Lyric, or sorry, Alto, um, given that you are in cover, uh, I'm going to give you um, a little extra insight, I think. Um, so looking around, um, you can see uh, to your right, um, based on how far you fell back, is the, uh, we'll, we'll arrange all this by north just so it's easiest. The combat is happening uh, t- sorry, fuck it. It's actually happening west of you. I drew a map. It's stuck in my head. I'm going to fuck it up. So west of you is the combat. Um, so Tremaine, Valentine, between you and them is Lyric, who is still kind of in that range band, um, but isn't engaged in combat. Um, Horatio at this point is like um, trying to find another perfect shot. And in the meantime, just like taking stabs where he can um, with a with a combat knife. Um to your right is the uh, the main body of the gondola where uh, the doctor and um, her team are. Looking at them, um, you notice two things. One, um, Heinrich looks like he's on the the verge of of waking up, um, but you can see um, that his anytime uh, he's kind of rolling back and forth um, in in a bit of a. Uh, clearly in distress as the doctor is doing not great wake up things, um, but treating him as, as efficiently and as quickly as you can. Every time he opens his eyes, um, it's like staring into a light bulb. There's just a, a pure white light emanating from them. Anytime he manages to, to struggle one of them open and you think you can see um, sort of uh, almost um, like a crackle uh, every so often of um, static electricity leap from kind of his flesh to his armor. Um, and by armor, of course, I mean Hawaiian shirt, but like any metal he's got, there's just kind of like little little lightning blasts. Um, and his hair, such as it is, what's left of it is starting to, to kind of um, stand on end. Um, you also see Phalox, um desperately pulling um, at uh, some of the wreckage. Uh, and you just hear him yelling, Not my new fiancé! Um, and he seems to be trying to uncouple something. What do you do? Um, he seems to be trying to uncouple something. Uh, not my new fiance. So he's talking about Lyric. Mm-hmm. So if he's got a plan to save Lyric, that, that makes sense. I mean, I, from this range, I don't know how, fa- like, I think the, the shot, like, Going wide is kind of, it feels like shooting it is not the best idea. We'll also say with both Horatio and um, Valentine in close proximity, it's a much harder shot. Yeah, okay. Then I will, um, I'll go over to Fadlocks and and say, uh, what are you doing? 
Um, says, oh, yes, little brother, my future wife and your sister are in dire peril. So, Phalox found the one thing he thinks can kill a creature that big. Too big for a blowpipe, but big enough for murder. Um, and you see he's trying to uncouple a gas can, like um, a fuel cell. A fuel cell? Uh, what, what you, that's a fuel cell. What are you trying to do with that? He turns and he just puts both of his hands on your shoulders and he says, Little brother, in-law, let me explain the ways of the world to you. I would love to explain to you the ways of love and romance so that you can have many wives and families like me. Alto's like leaning back and like looking at like, yep. the uh, like, like You just hear like the roar of a chainsword and yeah, like yeah. Horatio screaming. Like, um, uh, says, never mind, never mind. Uh, you okay, want that well, power I, will just, I will just tell you the, the important piece. Yes, I, I want this because you see sometimes things are too big for blow darts. And when that is the case, you take the thing most like, like a dart and you stuff it in their mouth and then you <laughs> shoot it. He's talking, and Alto's already, like, got the arm uh, manipulator. Yeah, and he's, like, got his leg up, and he's, like, pontificating, and he looks (laughs) at it, and he's like, oh. Yeah. Good. Mine! Uh, And he just tears it out of your hands, um, and he begins running with it over his head uh, at the administratum. We have communicators, right? I believe so. Yes, we have microbeats, yes. Yes. I mean, you, 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 the inquisitorial party definitely does. Do you mean to the other... um, No, I I did mean just the the party. Um, I immediately get on that thing and I say, um, uh, uh, just a heads up, uh, I'm losing his name. Phalox Deathlore? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Just a heads up, Phalox is coming your way with a fuel cell. It seems like he's on kind of a suicide run, guys. Uh, Look out. Uh, and um, if I can take any kind of action, I will look down the scope of my Laz Carbine to kind of help me um, aim if I need to fire on anything. Sounds good. Um, so I take your action as name. Uh, fantastic. Um, that will bring us to um, Lyric. Uh, you are you still have the disadvantage of being slightly spooked, uh, but okay. you're no longer immobilized or staggered. Okay. Um, hearing... Um, Alto's voice in your ear, and also hearing that that fucking idiot Phalox Deathblower is coming anywhere near this fight with anything remotely explosive is tremendously concerning. And as scared as you are of this monster, you're more scared of idiots uh, and how they'll ruin this for everyone. So you shake it off. Um, you see Valentine being gored, um, and uh, the the monster fight is ahead of you. Phalox is uh, still behind you. It's going to take him around to get up there. What do you do? Um... Uh, I think, uh, f- <laughs> I first want to, uh, so I'm not in close, uh, I'm not like in, I would give it to you for free if you wanted to step in. Um, but no, you're not currently Valentine charged forward. So he, he took the hit. Okay. And Tremaine's on Valentine, right? Yeah. Is that what it's like? Okay. Then I think I want to, um, <sighs> I think I want to. Um, just throw up my shock whip and just at least try to immobilize uh, Tremaine if I can. Sure, yeah, um, go for it. Because I can do that really quickly. Um, and, okay, fuck. You lied. Oh, yeah, this is, like, actually shit that I'm skilled at, finally. <laughs> That's a good thing. Okay, uh, what's my difficulty? Uh, it's a melee attack, so yeah. two purple. Uh, two sorry, purple. one purple, one red because of his okay. 
special deal. Thank you. Okay. Um, I'm going to give you one setback um, because you're using a whip into combat. He's big. Yep. Um, so I'm also going to give you one boost um, because he's he's a very large target. But you're okay. also trying to whip around Valentine and um, yeah. uh, Horatio. Um, I'm going to spend a story point to up the difficulty God. by an additional one. Um, which means that we're setting it four and two in your favor. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah, and I can't. Can I? Can I still use that yep. story point? To, yeah, um, you can't use it to negate mine. Yeah, but you can use it to boost yours. Okay, then I'm gonna. I'm gonna do that. All right. Yeah, I'll just use one. So we're back down to three and three. Okay, yep. ready to roll. Fuck yeah, let's dance. Uh, ooh, interesting. Two successes, one triumph, and one threat. Um, so two successes. So that's 10 stun damage. Mm-hmm. I lied. Nine stun damage. Um, and uh, he is immobilized for two rounds because of the snare and snare. Uh, that is very good. Thing A. Um, so with that said, I would like to then use my uh, incidental of tumble to get the fuck out of there. Mm. And that causes two strain, which like kind of, I kind of think of it and like, I'm like literally like running up to like, to whip him and literally the like legit, like physical strain of having to like change tack. Mm-hmm. And I do kind of this like, super cool like roll back and like push off my hands so i'm like up and running again that's too strain worthy i like it yeah i like that um because i want to get back to this like whatever the fuck phallix is doing (laughs) yeah cool um all right so the um the whip um smashes against him um and you see uh electricity just kind of like um spread out across uh the body um uh it gives um, Valentine and Horatio um, a, a sort of a second to to recover, uh, which is great. Um, you can see uh, that um, uh, Tremaine is having muscle spasms. Uh, it would seem that some of the things he's grafted or he grafted onto himself back in the day um, respond less well, given that he's like a weird patchwork guy. Um, so like the the legs are failing. Um, so he's kind of like trying to like claw his way back up, but um, cool. he's having some difficulty. Um so, uh, cool. That's a very good turn. Um, great. Uh, Valentine, you're up. Um, Horatio, um, yells to you, uh, uh, sir, I do believe it's time to go. Of course, Horatio, of course. Uh, and he'll just like disengage basically, uh, and he'll back away. But rather than like moving towards, uh, the crash site, he'll move laterally to the side. Uh, knowing that Phalox is coming with something, he doesn't know what. Uh, and then he would like to blather, which is a special ability he has. 
which is where uh, he can essentially blather and create a conversation that makes it harder for an enemy to detect the actions of your allies. Oh, fuck <laughs> yeah, dude. He's, oh, he's going to back away and keep Ooh. his chainsaw in hand while the leader you know, yeah. remains pinned. And he'll be like, you know, I've really come to care for this park, and so has the Emperor. So perhaps after we kill you, I'll open Inquisitor Valentine's famous theme park, and I'll sell tickets, and I'll make it all my idea. Like, well, just no, no. <laughs> No, it, it was dream. my it was my beautiful dream. I <laughs> I came here. I cared for the animals. Hell, I, I even disrupted uh, the imperial supply lines. Oh, when it you're right. You know, I'll, I'll say that the inquisitor that, that you know, Administratum Tremaine showed up and said Xenos were weak and everyone oh, should no, be no, human. No, no, that's, that's the opposite of what I, I was saying. Shot him in his stupid ugly. No, face. no, but I survived. Required. Uh, so we have. To I roll. put the Xenos genes to work. Um, so I'll also a- identify your fossils as you blathers at me. An opposed deception check is the requirement of this. Oh, wow. I, I was just going to let you have it. Uh, okay. <laughs> Fuck. Um, so, deception eels. Let me just pull up my skills here. Deception is cunning. Cunning, all right. Interesting. I'll use a story point. I feel like I'm very distracting with this speech based on what I know of this man. Yeah, that's that's entirely <laughs> fair. Um, I will not because I'm a nice guy. Just want Laura to like me again. Um, <laughs> all right, let's roll. Hey, this is Nero Abagnale from uh, Warhammer 40,000, The Valentine Heresy. And look, if you want to help support us in pulling back the curtain on uh, some of the mysteries of the galaxy, like, uh, you know, figuring out what all this Horus stuff means or uh, finding these uh, these uh, new men, well, we're going to need your help. So for just the cost of a dollar a month, you can join our, our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. And yeah, for just that, you can talk to other fans in the Discord, swap theories about uh, the nature of the Golden Throne, uh, about, you know, what really happened back in the day you can really get to the heart of things or you know at five dollars you can listen to this very show ad free uh, as well as some of our other shows uh at fifteen dollars you can add some names to the shows you can hear your own uh you know names showing up and stuff and at twenty five dollars you can create your very own character who will go with us on some of our adventures as well as uh, getting your name added to the credits which is a a good way to immortalize yourself you know like like horace did when he got his name added to the credits of history you know so uh if you want to be like horace go to uh patreon.com slash dumdumdice it's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E, and, you know, we'll figure this out together. I have one success, but six advantage. Well, son, I got four success and one advantage. Um, So you blather successfully... Okay, um, I'm going, six advantage is a lot of advantage. I'm going to spend it for you on a thing that I wasn't sure if it could happen, but based on that rule, I think it can. However, he is not distracted, or rather he is, but he's actually so used to arguing with people while doing other things that he's like, this is... You know, we you were talk fighting. Start yeah. fight with one hand while writing with the other. Like, it's this whole thing. Um, okay, fuck. I know how we're going to play this. Great. Um, okay. So, um, uh, as you say, uh, as you, you engage him in uh, a conversation about restructuring the park, which really does piss him off, 
Um, Phalox is is rushing uh, rushing forward. Um, and you can see, like, from what you know of him and what you've been told about him, the odds of this being a suicide run are, are zero. Like, the, he clearly has no intent of dying. Um, he's clearly going to stuff this thing in Tremaine's face and then run away. <laughs> However, given that Tremaine won the test, you realize that Tremaine is aware that Phalox is rushing him. So, Phalox gets within range. We're going to spend your six advantage to say he actually makes it in there. Here's the thing. Uh, I shoot the fuel cell. I was going to say, the devil's bargain is... 100% shoot the fuel cell. Fuck him. He's the worst. I'm the Inquisitor. Um, (laughs) Great. So as he he rushes up, he's like, hang on, everyone. Just going to put this in here and then step to a safe distance. At which point the fuel cell um, erupts. Uh, It doesn't do as much damage as it could have if it was in literally in Tremaine's chest. Uh, but it's a big fucking fuel cell. Um, Valentine, um, you are, uh, thrown backward, um, with fire kind of crackling across your uh, refractor field. Um, there's a kind of a massive explosion and uh, conflagration. Um, you can see him moving inside the flames. Uh, Tremaine, obviously not Phalox. Phalox is, uh, still moving, but like in small giblets, uh, in every direction. Right? Um, <laughs> Uh, making several people back at home widows. <laughs> he only told you about the one. Um, but uh, you um, you realize that this is a good chance to break. Um, obviously, Tremaine is down but not out. Um, but uh, if you're ever going to have a chance to try and, and book it, now, now might be it. Um, Horatio, um, as soon as you start to fall back, uh, has his auspics out um, and uh, just kind of um, pings... Uh, Inquisitor, you've got the auspics right now, or Lyric does? Um, I think I had it, and then we had uh, Alto plug into the one in the tree. So That's I should right. still yeah. have yeah. my physical one. Yeah. That's right. Okay, great. Um, so he basically uh, airdrops you um, a, uh, a nearby location. Um, it would seem that on the old maps of the park, um, there's a um, sort of an emergency. There are a couple of sort of emergency stations set up, um, and uh, there's one that's... Um, Close-ish, not super close, but close-ish, um, that should have uh, snowmobiles um, with uh, with heavy tracks uh, that will help you uh, get back up the mountain to the, the crash site. Um, that said, Heinrich is currently unconscious, drifting in and out of it, having psycho problems. Uh, the doctor is missing a leg. What do you do? So Heinrich still has his weird glowing eyes electricity thing going on? Yep. All right, friends. Uh, the Inquisitor is, like, standing normally, but he's very heavily injured, and you can see it. Like, you can mm-hmm. see sort of his insides a little bit, but he doesn't really jump into that. It's the same smile. There's just blood on his teeth. And he's like, all right, friends, I'm afraid it's time for us to go get these snowmobiles, and there's going to be a long debate, so let's make this incredibly simple. Uh, and then he's just going to shoot Heinrich in the head uh, on the ground. Great. Just say, out of control, second, no, thank you. Uh, doctor, you're coming with us. Uh, and then just scoop up the doctor and try to get Alto to help with his servo arm. And just be like, yeah. As, uh, as Heinrich's head explodes, um, uh, Lyric, um, you, f- just as you blink uh, with the sound of the, uh, the bolter fire, um, you see him standing in front of you um, in that sort of liminal space that you had uh, when you were unconscious. Um, yeah. And he just kind of holds out a hand to you and says, 
please. And then um, as his head explodes, uh, you see what seems to be kind of a, a, a thin purple line appear uh, behind him. All of this happens in a flash, um, but almost faster than you can perceive, um, about 10 sets of hands shoot out, grab him and pull him through uh, the, uh, the, the, the purple void. Uh, you see his body um, essentially uh, invert as it's pulled through. Uh, and as you open your eyes to see his brain and um, blood splattered across uh, the snow behind him, um, you can still hear a lingering scream that he didn't make out loud. All right, so Lyric and Alto, you get the doctor. Horatio, I could use a shoulder, my friend. <laughs> it's like throw an arm over him. Sure. Like, um, and the doctor's like, why? why what? Why? Uh, un- unlicensed psycho. This was always how this story was going to end. We just didn't know how long it was going to take. So, Doctor, you're still useful, so let's get a uh, move on. Cool. Um, Ryan, I need you to roll me, please, a... We're going to go with... Um, streetwise. No. Perception. Okie dokie. Um, Lyric, can you roll me the... Or actually, sorry, Ryan. Uh, belay that. Uh, Laura, can you go ahead and roll me... Um, perception. Uh, Tyler, would you be using your servo arm to help uh, carry the doctor, do you think? Um, I'd probably just physically help her. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I wouldn't need my mechadendrite arm to to help her. I'd, I'd you know, get her get just under get, her get, get the shoulder. Other, and, get the other shoulder. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Have I? Do I still have that one setback from the being a feared? Uh, yeah, because he's still like right there. Like yeah, he, he okay. didn't. He's now cool. he's on fire, so he's worse right. now. It made him worse. Right. So what's my uh, my difficulty? Um, difficulty is uh, three. Okay. How closely? Would you still be looking at Heinrich, do you think, or would you be looking at, would you be paying attention to what's going on? I'm, I stopped looking at, like, the, I, I am staring daggers at Valentine. Like, I'm still moving, mm-hmm. but, like. Oh, okay. I'm, uh, I'm literally, I'm like, oh, my difficulty is too, yeah. No, I'm, like, so enraged by what just happened. <laughs> Lyric's going to have Literally a bad time. The fucking only person that I wanted to take with. Okay. All right. Three successes. Uh, okay. Um, you see uh, as... Um, uh, and again, all of this is happening concurrently in like a matter of seconds. Um, but you see as um, Valentine um, like hoists up the doctor and calls for um, Alto, uh, you see that she is um, swinging the blade uh, she'd used, uh, she was using to sort of do some quick quick surgeries on Heinrich uh, towards the Inquisitor's guts. What do you do? Um, can I, can I, go, I, I would like to go for the whip and like go for the gun with my whip and literally try to just like. You mean the blade? Sorry, yes. Yeah, Sorry, it's just a shiv. With, okay, yeah, and literally just, like, just, like, hit it and just, like, put it down. Um, okay, go ahead and roll me a melee attack, please. Okay. Melee. 
difficulty two? Uh, yes. Um, I'm going to spend a story point uh, to make the sporting. Great. Uh, so that brings us to three and three. Um, I'm going to say one black for the difficulty of the attack. Okay. I'm going to give you an additional setback um, for the kind of... Ah, uh, no, you're, you're already afraid. That, that's I think that can cover all of the weird psychic shit that's happening. Um, I'm also going to give you a blue because I feel like this kind of Indiana Jones shit is not new to you. Like yeah. this is, I think, a, a trick that you've you've ha- you would have this had experience. Is, like yeah. this specific, like disarming someone with a knife with your whip. That's like a fucking Tuesday. Yeah, this is like a classic move of mine yeah. for sure. Okay, good to roll. Yeah, man. Well, two threats. Oh. Fuck. Okay. Um, Laura, what's the uh, strain damage on your whip? The stun uh, damage. Stun damage. Uh, so dev- uh, damage is seven strain. Okay. Um, devil's bargain time. I will right. let you disarm the doctor, but due to that amount of threat, uh, you will deal half that strain damage to Alto. Because he's made of metal and, and whirring bits. So unfortunately the electricity as he like goes to put his arm around her, it'll it'll travel through her over to him. She'll also take half, which will likely render her much more pliable. God. Oh god. I hate hurting Alto, but we have to like fucking end this and move. So I think I I have to end this now and I'm gonna have to hit. Sorry, Alto. Um, so you manage to um, entangle her her wrist as she she kind of moves to to shiv uh, Valentine. Uh, as you do, the electricity courses across her um, into Alto. Uh, Alto, take uh, go ahead and take four strain, please. Uh, I'm going to bypass any security you might normally have on that, uh, since this was a devil's bargain and it must come with consequence. Um, so yeah, four strain damage. Um, would you, you? I assume you would just view this as a thing that's happening, not as like any any form of betrayal or. I don't think he's fully aware of what's going on. If gotcha. like he's under her arm and he wasn't aware that Valent that she was yep. trying to stab Valentine, he definitely doesn't know where the electricity cool. is coming from. Um, <laughs> Valentine, you obviously turn and see this. Um, the doctor is being electrocuted into unconsciousness right now. Great, he'll let that play out. Okay, so um, she becomes heavier weight. Um, the scalpel drops out of her hand. Um, and, uh, the, how many of you are there? No, it's three plus ratio plus the doctor. So a total of five of you, RIP Phallox, um, <laughs> uh, take off, um, running, uh, in a classic Laura Dern limping in Jurassic Park kind of way, um, towards, uh, the emergency shelter and behind you, um, you you can hear kind of the the howling rage of uh, a, a very refined silver voiced uh, British man, and uh, finally uh, just on on the wind, um, you hear his his scorched vocal cords cry out. I told them, and I'll tell you, you'll take this planet from my cold dead hands, me, and them. And then he lets out a a long, 
kind of almost sorrowful call. And you hear it echoed from a variety of creatures throughout the trees. And you see Horatio's eyes just kind of go wide and he's like, Oh fuck, we need to run now. This episode of the Valentine Heresy features Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter as Inquisitor Lucius Valentine. Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter as Alto. Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter as Lyric. And our Game Master Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra and the Valentine Heresy's artwork was created by Del Borovic at delborovic.com. D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C. Our theme song is The Hordes by Megan McDuffie, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com, our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Ave Imperator, a death to all the heretics. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, DM Rob, Christopher Little, Olin Anderson, Sue One, Devin Boyce, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lorda Bradovic, Noel Louis, Anthony Griffin, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. The influence of Freemasonry is undeniable, but who are these mysterious apron-wearing craftsmen, and what are they up to? For centuries, hater-ass conspiracy theorists have attempted to answer these questions. Two Flat Earthers Kidnap a Freemason, starring Zane Schacht as Randy Dunning, Lauren Grace Thompson as Gail Kruger, and Matthew Woodcock as Walter Clay. I just want to go on the record right now and say that I, Randy Dunning, am 100% anti-gravity. Like, subscribe, and share your way to the truth when two flat earthers kidnap a Freemason.